Um, that's how important it is. I said, this swelling and stuff, I said, that's going to go. I said, the problem will be you'll end up with a calf um, that's tight, an Achilles that's really stiff. And I said, he's probably going to start getting pain down there very quickly because his ankle will go stiff as well. And the mother was like... This is the Paul Goff audio experience. Whether you call yourself a PT, a physical therapist, or a physiotherapist, and wherever you are listening to this right now, this is for you. It is me revealing everything I can to help make you a more successful business owner. Thanks for listening. It means the absolute world to me. Hey, Paul's peeps. Welcome back to the podcast. It is Jake here in Orlando bringing you the episode for today. I picked out a great question that was asked last week while Paul and I were in the famous Hermitage, Pennsylvania at Roscoe Physiotherapy, where one of the PTs asked Paul, how do I deal with a patient that wants to rush their child's treatment? Now, it is important to give this driver-like parent the options for them to pick from, eliminating all objections down the road and making them feel like they are in control. But it is important for you to use your expertise as a PT to inform the parent the true need for treatment for their child and what the consequences would be if they didn't get it down the road. And one last thing before you go. If you haven't yet, sign up for Paul's free webinar this weekend all about marketing strategy and success. It is free. Just go over to paulgoff.com forward slash training to get signed up. Again, that is Saturday and Sunday. Thanks so much. Have a great day. Hope you enjoy. More on like when you have had a patient for a while and then like say, I know for an example, we had like a young athlete who was playing basketball and she hurt her ankle. She had an ankle sprain. And like after a few visits, her dad was calling like, oh, she good to go. Like she's good to go back and play. Like she's good to get out of PT. And then he's almost like convincing you to say yes. But in reality, like she has other weaknesses, other places. And you might put her at a risk. So for um, another injury of the ankle or the other ankle. You go back. This is another one of those situations where you'd have to be. So let me check the question. So the question is, father brings you up, puts puts stats to put what feels like demands on you to get their daughter out of physical therapy as fast as possible for the sake of getting on the field. Yeah. All right. Immediately reminding them of what they referred them for in the first place. Let me ask you, Mr. Smith, why did you send your daughter to Roscoe Physical Therapy? Well, I wanted her to get better. Right, it'll be a vague answer. I wanted, I wanted you to sort her ankle problem out. All right. What, in your understanding of it, does that look like? Because for some people, getting out of physical therapy as fast as possible once their pain is gone is one thing. I can do that for you. But for many people who refer to me for ankle sprains, who want to get back to lacrosse or whatever it is, what they want is their ankle fixed in a way that allows them to get back on the field, not just as fast as possible, as safely as possible, so that this problem doesn't come back anytime soon and potentially destroy the season or the rest of their career. What would you like me to do? Great. I'll see you tomorrow. It's it's that. It's the reminder of this goes back to choice, right? If you if you want to avoid confrontation with people, you give them the choice. And you, you paint the picture to be of the choice. I think right now you're asking for this version of physio. And I can do that. What I just want to make sure is that you know what I really think and what I really would love to do for your daughter, which is another option that you're currently right now appearing not to want to take. 
I appreciate that you're in a rush and I appreciate that there is a game on in two weeks. But my job is to remind you of the best thing I can do, which is to ultimately help your daughter not just solve this ankle problem, but get it back to a position where the ankle problem won't be a problem anytime soon. What do you want me to do? And if he turns around and says, I want her out there as fast as possible, all right, last session tomorrow. But they're never in a million years. Nine out of 10 are not gonna go get her out there as fast as possible. Majority, majority of people are gonna say, sorry, yeah, I, I, I get it. I just didn't understand. I didn't realize that that's what you were doing. I just thought it was solve the problem with the pain. And I just thought that once her swelling had gone, then that would be, you know, that would be it. So really, if you analyze what he's done, why, so let's go back, why wouldn't he want her out of there as fast as possible? Because the majority and the great majority of people, they believe that what we do is pain relief. And the minute that that ankle is moving and the minute that that swelling's gone, that they're good to go. What they need to be reminded of is that the first thing that I get rid of is the pain. The second thing I do is get them moving. And the third and most important thing that I do for people is ultimately give them enough of, of uh, rehab or treatment or you know enough of my care, if you like, to ensure that this problem doesn't come back anytime soon. And let the father decide what he wants to do from that point. You can't tell him and you can't tell him to stop calling you and you can't tell him, you know, you know, it'll take what it takes or I'll get her out of here as fast as possible. You're just going to fight. You've got to throw it back to him and give him the choice, but you clearly define the choices. And the choice is not seven or eight sessions versus two or three sessions. The choice is quick and easy, but likely to come back versus thorough and efficient and done right, but significantly less chance that this will come back further down the line. And you're basically saying, what do you value? Mr. Smith, what do you value the most? But again, it's, it's like the conversation over here. What we're really doing is allowing it to happen. Hey, what I'd love to do, again, if, if I go back over it, you, you might go something like, does he ring you up or is he, does he come in the sessions? Does he call you? Um, well, usually they'll call, they'll call in. Yeah. A lot of times they ask me for Brooke. How many more times does Anthony or Alyssa want so-and-so to come in? And, um, you know, I'll, I'll give them... Some input and then I'll say at the next visit that so-and-so's here, I'll make sure that Alyssa or Anthony explains to exactly yeah. what to expect and what they have left. It Plus, would, yeah, it would be, it's almost like stop the madness. You kind of like, if they keep, if they keep asking all the time, it's like, all right, okay, well, this is what we're going to do. We're going to have a conversation. When you come in next time, we're going to have a conversation about what, what your daughter needs. And that conversation would go like that, that, hey, look, I, I, we just sense that you <clears> want your daughter out. And, and, and we respect that. And if you want it to be back on the field as fast as possible, that's completely cool. I just want to remind you that we do have an option for two things. One of them is, is literally we get you back on the field. The other one is that we do the job properly. It's safe, significantly less chance that the problem will come back and that you'll get injured anytime in the near future. Which one do you want, Mr. Smith? And at that point, he will go B. All right, B. For B to happen, we're going to need another six sessions. So you let him decide. Rather than what can happen is we go in like a school teacher or a headmaster and it's like, um, you know, she needs this and, you know, the best thing that you can do is let her get this treatment. That's kind of how people will retaliate to that type of verbiage. But if you give me the choice, more often than not, I will take the most sensible one and I will often give it back to you. Now, in that situation, it doesn't sound like you would, but a lot of patients, when you give them the choice of do you want the fast, pain only route 
or the proper route that might take a bit longer, but is the best path in terms of not having problems further down the line, most of them will take B. I've banged the drum for many years that that is the simplest way to change PVA problems, cancel problems, no-show problems, is give them the choice, but clearly define the choice. We have option A. If you want it, great, stop the fighting. But my job is to make you aware that A and B exists. And if I communicate with you, the father of the, 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 the girl with the problem, that A is quick and easy, but you will probably be back here. And, uh, and you know, if she's a lacrosse player or whatever, she'll miss more games than you want her to. She might have to miss one or two right now, but that's better than another eight or nine further down the line. Or do you want option B? We do this properly. It will cost more money. You will need more sessions and it will take an extra two weeks, but the job is done properly. And at that point, it's put to bed. It's gone. It's game over. He's not coming back after that. Why? Because he made the choice. I feel like that's something too that can be communicated like from the get-go as well. Like just letting them know up front. What do you want? It's, I would elaborate on that. Make sure that when you say, this is what you're going to need, it's, this is what you're going to need if you want this. So we're not, we're not saying, I'm not telling you that at this point now, this is the big shift. I'm not telling you what, what you're getting. I'm presenting the two options and I'm letting you decide which one you want. That's the, that's the pivotal point of the, of the initial disco, of discovery consultation, phone call, even in the phone calls. Well, how does it work? Well, it's completely up to you is actually the answer. You'll tell us what you want. You'll tell us how many sessions you want. You'll tell us how much you want to pay because figuratively you will. We will give you a choice. Roscoe Physio is not here to tell you exactly what to do or however many sessions you're going to need. We're here to basically give you a choice as to whether or not you want this thing done quick and easy and as cheap as possible, or you want this thing done properly. I guarantee you eight out of 10 will go properly. And then if he comes back in six to eight sessions and goes, oh, can we get out of here fast? It's like, oh, well, can you remember? You, you told us you wanted to do this thing properly. Have you changed your mind? Do you not want this thing doing properly now? And and you you're you're not you're not fighting anybody there. You're not getting into a like a clash of heads. They've decided and it's noted. Mr. Smith said he wants the best for his daughter. You're literally repeating it out loud. Mr. Smith said she wants you know he wants the best for his daughter. All right, Mr. Smith, if you want the best for your daughter, it's twelve sessions and I need to see you three times a week for the next four weeks. Is that what you want? You're just free from all of the fighting and clash your head so that's how i would i would deal with it at source in the future with a you decide what you want pain relief versus properly and then if it happens it's all right come on in you're not getting the message we haven't communicated it right tell us again what you wanted we've got it wrote down here that you wanted this or this just tell us again is that still true because if it's not we'll get her out within two sessions we are working to a protocol that you set, not me. You told me you wanted this outcome. So now what we're speaking in terms of is real outcomes, not ankle ligaments, grade three tears and bare situs and all that shit. We're speaking about it in terms of outcomes that they want, that are important to them. It might be that that dad and that girl just wants three sessions fix me up and get me back out and I'll accept another ankle sprain because it's a county championship next week and I've got to 
I've got to take that risk. All right, cool. See you, you know, see you in three weeks. We'll be ready for you. But it might be that they just don't understand that the best thing that a physio can do is a lot more than just pain relief. I used to tell the story all the time when I worked in, in professional soccer that even after an ankle sprain, after four weeks, the player might be back on the pitch and might on the field and might be playing, but they'd still be in my treatment room three times a day for two weeks. Even after, even after they're back on the field, how can I let you leave here thinking that you're going to be all right with three or four sessions? Like, and I'm not saying I want you to buy the three or four sessions, but how, how can I morally let you leave without at least telling you that that type of option is available to you? And then respectfully letting you decide whether or not you want to take that option. I'm not here to tell you which one to take. I'm just here to present the choice. Because after all, isn't that what all of us really want? You just want to, f when they start to, to get antsy and they start to get like, oh, well, why do I need this many sessions? They feel like they've got no choice in the matter. And if you track it all the way back, that's, that's the problem. That they were told what they needed, which is fine to a certain degree, but you're much better telling them through giving them the gateway of, of uh, through the gateway of choice. This or this, great, do this. And you kind of told them, but they've decided. So you took them there, but they, they ultimately made the decision for you. So that's how I would. Yeah. That's how I would go. And it, and it genuinely changes their, their view. I watched a consultation about four years ago in a clinic in California. And it was a fractured uh, tib. I think it was a compound fracture. It was pretty bad. Compound fracture, tib, fib. And um, lad was a lacrosse player. He was about 15-year-old. The physio laid him on a bed like this. And he, he said, oh, so doctor, you know, doctor whoever's referred you looks pretty bad. And the kid's like, yeah, yeah. You know, he's playing around with his calf and all this stuff. And the mother's there. And he just looked at the mother and he said, oh, um, something like this will take three or four sessions. This will take, that was it, two two sessions a week for four weeks or something like that, right? Or however many the, the, the clinic director wanted them to have, which was like 11 or 12 on average. And the mother's first response was, will insurance cover all of that? And he went, well, if it doesn't, we'll drop it down to, to like two a week or whatever, right? I was like, all right. The guy goes off. So the PT goes off and starts getting all this shit he's putting on the bed to massage the kid's leg and so on. And I, I was sat there and um, I had my Polgar Physio Rooms t-shirt on. So I was masquerading as like, I'm, I'm shadowing. I'm like, I'm just in to learn, you know, from, from this business and so on. So I, I said, when, the, when the, the physio went, I said, oh, uh, just to let you know, I, said, I used to work in professional soccer. I said, oh, um, so I've seen a few of these. So I ran on the pitch which I did, I ran on the pitch to one, I had the crack in the stadium, it was horrific, like I ran on the kids like passing out. I said, oh, uh, that ladder, I said, oh, I treat him, I said, just to let you know, I treat him every day, like three or four sessions a day for nearly a year. Um, that's how important it is. I said, this swelling and stuff, I said, that's going to go. I said, the problem will be you'll end up with a calf um, that's tight, an Achilles that's really stiff. And I said, he's probably going to start getting pain down there very quickly because his ankle will go stiff as well. And the mother was like, what and then obviously the physio comes back and she's like forget whatever I've just said however many sessions he needs we're having it I didn't have the heart to tell him an hour later like what had just happened and all I'd really done was he had reset expectations but most importantly the conversation went along the lines of these are the consequences he hasn't told you the fucking consequences pisses me off 
it pisses me off, right? And if I could show you, I've still got a, vis a visual in my head of it. And it was, he's, he's got his fingers like pushing out all the swelling and the demon shit out of the calf, right? And the kid's on the thing and the parent's on one of these chairs like this. And he's like, yeah, yeah, oh, well, look, don't worry. If insurance don't cover it, I'll knock it down to one or two sessions a week. And I'm like, he's a fucking 14-year-old kid who wants to play county lacrosse. At least tell the fucking mother the consequences of shitty treatment. As in, not enough. This kid will get a rotten Achilles for the rest of his life. He'll wake up every day with stiffness in his fucking ankle. He'll wake up with perineal tendons that'll end up with a hip problem and a back problem. And when he's 18, by the time he goes through the impending growth spurt that he's on, this kid will be in a shitload of problems. Career over. Never mind health problems and whatever else further down the line. Tell her. Let her decide how valuable money is. Because for most, when you tell them that, money all of a sudden fucking appears. It stops going to Starbucks and it stops going to Amazon. It starts going on the kid's fucking health. But not if you don't tell them, is the point. She understood clearly what then the consequences would be of dropping down to one or two sessions a week. Because it was explained to her in a way that she could understand. It was explained to her with a story, a graphic one, which was a true story. I've seen this. I, I remember the crack. I still, I still remember the crack on that day thinking, I hope that's a shin pad. I remember thinking, I hope that's a shin pad that that's just being kicked. Because literally everyone in the stand was like, oh. And obviously I got on the pitch and it's fucking blood everywhere. This kid's passing out. See the thing kicking out. I'm like, oh shit, this is bad. Because I was able to recall the story, back to what I was telling you earlier, She's like, you've done this before, haven't you? I'm like, yeah, yeah I've seen this before. I knew exactly what it was like. She resonated with that. And most importantly, she resonated with the consequences. I wasn't scaremongering her. I was telling her the fucking truth. I'm like, I don't care whether you like this or not. This is the truth. This is what I would want to know. If this is Harry on that bed, I'd turn this around. For any of you who are ever worried about doing this type of thing, I'd turn this around. If you trap my son, who was 14 year old, who had a compound fracture of a tib and fib, and you didn't tell me the consequences of not getting all of the sessions that you really needed. And I realized that in three years, and I bumped into a super duper physio who said, tell me about the physio, what did they do? And I recall that, I'd be so pissed at you, it'd be unbelievable. I'd be so pissed. I'd have been like, why have you even considered my finances? I'd sold the fucking house, if I have to, to fix this for my kid. Just give me the chance. And that's the point that I've been trying to ban for a long, 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 long time in these scenarios. Give them the choice, at least explain what the reason is that, yeah, I can do five or six, but if you want it right, you don't want the scar tissue in the Achilles. You don't want your kid waking up every morning with a foot that doesn't move. You don't want your son with hip problems and a back problem by the time he's 18. You need this. By crying out loud, give it to them. Eight out of ten will choose the right option because they're decent people. If you speak to them in the right way, they'll find the money, they'll reroute the cash, they'll stop spending it on cigarettes and alcohol for a few weeks. They might not go away for the weekend. They might not buy some fucking clothes off Amazon or Zappos or whatever else their fucking money goes on. That, that just is wasted. They'll find it. But you must give them the choice. And I believe it's the best thing you can do for them. Don't let me come back here in two years. Dentist, I've done this with my dentist many times. Do not fucking give me shit treatment thinking that I won't pay the extra thousand dollars to fix this properly. 
just because you don't want to sell that new implant to me or whatever because you feel uncomfortable. Give it me and let me decide whether I want to find the extra $2,000 to do this properly. I think that's the most ethical thing that you can do in healthcare. Thank you for listening to Paul Goff's audio experience. If you're brand new to Paul's world, head on over to paulsmarketingbook.com where you can get started with his number one best-selling marketing book for physical therapists. Or if you've been listening to the show for a while, you like what you hear and you think that you could benefit from this type of help to accelerate the growth and profitability of your practice, reach out to Paul's team at paul at paulgoff.com and tell us exactly what you're looking for. And by the way, if you know someone who would benefit from today's show, please share it with them. And if you've got any questions that you want answered, tweet Paul at the Paul Goff using the hashtag AskPG. You can also find all of these details over in today's show notes. All right, until next time, have a wonderful day.